This is the Bigger Pockets Podcast, show 217. So if you own 100 properties, 20% of your income comes from 80 of them, and 80% of your income comes from 20 of them. It's pretty much inevitable. It's like it's like a law of physics. You're listening to Bigger Pockets Radio, simplifying real estate for investors large and small. If you're here looking to learn about real estate investing without all the hype, you're in the right place. Stay tuned and be sure to join the millions of others who have benefited from BiggerPockets.com, your home for real estate investing online. What's going on, everybody? This is Josh Dorkin, host of the Bigger Pockets podcast, here with my co-host, Mr. Brandon Turner. What's up, man? Hey, not a whole lot. You know, I, I lost a lot of weight in the last couple of weeks. I can see, especially in your face. <laughs> I did. So, what are you gonna make fun of now? Look at this I clean shaven. Have nothing well, to make fun of. I mean, nothing. Look that. rugged and and semi <laughs> semi clean cut. Yeah, you um, know. For those who not don't, not quite as dirty as as you were, and, and less I homeless. See that you removed all the homelessness from your, your face. So. I did. I did. So I lost a good 20 pounds worth of uh, facial hair over the, over the last couple of days. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Welcome back. Thank uh, you. You had a nice, you traveled the world uh, by I boat. I On a did. boat. I did. It was a, it was pretty awesome. So I'm glad to, uh, glad to be home back in the saddle doing what yeah. I love doing. Is, what was you your know, favorite place on, on your little cruise? Oh, good question. Ah, uh, I don't know. So my favorite place is actually before going on the cruise ship. I love Miami Beach, like South Beach. I just love that area. I could live there. Yeah. I'm going to say probably Grand Turk. I just like that uh, beach a lot in that island or that, uh, that nice. area. Yeah. Never about, been, but yeah. one, of the, one of these days. What, 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 what about me? Well, like, you've been on Caribbean cruise too. What did you like best? I, um, you know, being on a Caribbean cruise where a phone doesn't work. Yes, that's pretty amazing. No, no internet access for a week. That was nice. Yeah. You know what's cool is I, I think I said this a couple weeks ago, maybe not, maybe it was on a webinar, but I came home from this cruise and I was on two, like I was on two weeks, a week of that or 10 days was no cell phone, no internet, nothing. Right. I get home and my checking account has a whole lot more money than when I left because rent came in and the systems that we have in place. Right. So that's the beautiful thing about real estate. I think it like perfectly illustrates it is, I mean, yes, it takes work and it, you have to maintain it, but but it wasn't reliant on me, you know, working a number of hours. Like that's the beauty yeah. of passive income. Well, and we talk about that in today's show, right? We the do. 80, 20. We do. You know, you, you've got systems built so that you're doing 20% of the work now for 80% of the value. And yep. you've got other folks in there who are doing the rest of it. Yep. And that's why today's show I think is so important. Yeah. Our guest today is, is not a real estate investor. He's a marketer and an author. Uh, and, you know, we covered just a really important topic as it pertains to building and scaling a business, any kind of business really. But for those of you guys listening who are active real estate investors, there's so much you can take away from the show yeah. and so many little things that if you sit and really think about what we get into, you can really slim down all the stuff that you're doing yeah. and use that to add value to what your business is. That's true. Yeah, we talk about things like uh, direct loan marketing. We talk about how to, you know, some good practices for that, some of the ways to, why testing matters so much. Uh, and the conversation towards the end of the, the interview, where we talk about how to make $10,000 an hour, if you've never heard this concept, will blow your mind. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, before we get into that, you guys, this is the Bigger Pockets podcast, show 217. You can check out the show notes at biggerpockets.com slash show 217. If you have not yet already left us a rating review on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, however you're listening, please do that. That really does help us. And please do spread the word about the podcast. We do appreciate that. Before we go on, why don't we get to today's quick, quick tip. tip. 
All right, today's quick tip is something that we've talked about before, but I want to just reiterate it. First of all, your Bigger Pockets profile. Go take a look at it. What does it show? Does it show you as a professional person, like you're somebody that people want to do business with? Or does it, uh, you know, there's a picture of you with your shirt off doing like, you know, the peace sign or something stupid, right? Not just a picture. Is there a video? If you're a pro member, you can upload a video to your profile, which is awesome. If you, uh, uh, you know, do you have what your goals are, what people can help you with, what you're looking for, what you have to offer, you know, really go fill that thing out in full because people do look at your profile. That's a, that's the best way to network. The best is. way to find possible partners, deals, opportunities, fill out the profile. And yeah, that's great. Awesome. All right. All right. What's better than low money down? No money down. Now through rent to retirement, you can buy a brand new construction turnkey rental property for no money down. Wait, hold on. This can't be right. We need to double check with Zach, rent to retirement CEO. Oh, hey, Rob. Zach, how the heck are you selling turnkey rental properties for $0 down? <laughs> it's not that complicated, Rob. Rent to Retirement has new construction properties up to $20,000 below retail prices. We also have investor loans with rates as low as 3.99% and down payment options as low as 5% or sometimes even zero money down. You get all the cash flow, appreciation, and equity for as little as zero money down. That's an infinite return. Oh, wait, wait. Let me get on this before we tell it to the whole Bigger Pockets audience. Just head to renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com or text REI to 33777. That's REI to 33777 to learn more about how you can get started investing with no money down today. Get your next new construction property at a steep discount or invest with no money down. Head to renttoretirement.com today. Whenever I used to travel, I would get that creeping feeling that I locked my back door. How do I know my property is going to be safe while I'm away? But not anymore, thanks to Simply Safe Home Security. I'm about to go on a three-week trip to Copenhagen, but am I tripping about my trip? Nope. With award-winning security and peace of mind from Simply Safe, I don't need to worry. Simply Safe is a super amazing alarm system that I actually installed in my house myself personally in less than 30 minutes, and there's so much peace of mind knowing that there's something in place to protect my homes, my goods, and my John Mayer shrine. Simply Safe systems have high-tech sensors that detect break-ins, fires, and floods, indoor and outdoor cameras to keep watch night and day, 24/7 professional monitoring at less than $1 a day. Plus, Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can even help stop crime in real time by speaking to intruders through the wireless indoor camera. Hey, hey bud, get out of here. It's like that, but it's a lot better, I imagine. And if you buy the system and you don't love it, you can get a full refund with Simply Safe's 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of our listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off of any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash pockets. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Every lender loves to talk about how easy it is to get a mortgage. Then when it's time to fund your next deal, they ask for your full financials, your blood type, your mother's famous spaghetti recipe, and a map to the fountain of youth. Sound familiar? You got all that handy, right? Why not switch to a lender who actually makes qualifying for a loan easy? A lender like Host Financial. Host Financial takes the tedious tax returns, endless W-2s, and time-consuming financial requests out of the picture. Their light dock and common sense underwriting guidelines mean frictionless transactions every time. You'll even be able to use the actual or projected income of the short-term or long-term rental you're looking to purchase or pull equity out of. That's what lending built for investors looks like. So take the next step and grow your portfolio faster. Visit hostfinancial.com to request a quote in as fast as 60 seconds, which is faster than this ad. If not, it's pretty close. That's host, H-O-S-T, financial.com. Again, that's host, H-O-S-T, financial.com. 
Today's guest is Perry Marshall, author of 8020 Sales and Marketing, How to Work Less and Earn More. And the title couldn't be more apropos. Let's bring him in. All right, Perry, welcome to the show, man. It's good to have you here. It's great to be on Bigger Pockets. Thank you for having me today. It's great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, so as yeah, yeah, as as we mentioned a little bit probably during the intro, and I'll, I'll say it here live to you, like eighty twenty sales and marketing. That book, when I read that, actually, I got it on Audible and I listened to it, and it's one of the very few books in my life I've ever listened to over and over and over. I think I listened to it like ten times because every time I was like, if I could just master this, this everything else in my life would be better. It's almost like I took the 80-20 rule too in, in terms of a book, right? And, he, and 80 times on the podcast, <laughs> for the podcast, you'd be like, Josh, got to read this book. This book's amazing. Oh yes. my God. Oh my God. Yeah. And it, it's fantastic. The concepts are great. Yeah. So we're, we're pumped. We are. We are. So why don't we, for those who have not read the book, and even if you have, why don't we just start at the very beginning? I mean, who are you? Where'd you come from? How'd you get into the business world? And then we'll go into what 80-20 means. So I'm Perry Marshall and uh, I live in Chicago. I've got a family of six. Uh, four regular kids, two adopted kids, a uh, wife, car, mortgage, all that stuff. 20 years ago, I was an engineer and I got laid off and my wife was three months pregnant and I, I had two choices, either move away from Chicago and find an engineering job somewhere else or go into sales. So I went into sales and I ate bologna sandwiches and ramen soup for a couple of years. It was pretty... <laughs> Pretty thin, okay? Or baked potatoes and salsa. That's another cheap food nice. that you can get. That is. <laughs> and my life finally started to turn around when I discovered direct marketing, which back then it was like the redheaded stepchild. Now it's everywhere. Now it's websites and, you know, everybody measures things and everybody tests things. But that was pretty new back then. And and it, it really propelled me forward. And fast forward a few years, I worked at a company. I the company got sold. I got some stock options and, and basically said, wow, what if I really got good at this? And so I, I just completely immersed myself in mastering marketing. Like, I'm going to get really, really, really good at this. Well, about six months after I hung out my shingle, Google AdWords came out. And I learned about it pretty early. And I had enough background to realize, hey, wait a minute, this is like caveman discovers fire. This is friggin' amazing. How come nobody's talking about this? How come they're not shouting it from the rooftops? But the world was just not there yet. Well, to make a long story short, I ended up writing the world's best-selling book on internet advertising, which is Ultimate Guide to Google AdWords. And also I'm, I'm known for another book called Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising. And so lots of people in the marketing space knew who I am, like all the pay-per-click kind of guys, they know who I am and people in Google AdWords and to, to lesser extent, Facebook. Well, the thing was about a year after I discovered AdWords, I picked up Richard Kosh's book, The 80-20 Principle. And I read this book and I got to page 14 and he made this offhand remark that he never really expanded on later, but it set my mind on fire. He kind of sent me tumbling down a rabbit trail. And, and here's what it was. It was that 80-20, the 80-20 principle, which says that 20% of what you do gets you 80% of your results and 80% of what you do only gives you 20%. What I, what I realized was this was deeply connected to something that people in science called chaos theory. And chaos theory is actually this very well-developed science. And it's like how windshields 
cracks, like a crack spreads through your windshield or how avalanches work or how weather works. How um, the Bigger Pockets podcast works. Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> how how uh, the branching patterns of trees and what I, what I suddenly realized was, wait a second, there's an 80-20 inside every 80-20. And there's another one, and there's another one, and there's another one. Now, now Richard didn't really talk about that, but I realized that this was true. And also, you know, Richard's book, it totally changed my life because I had thought that 80-20 was just this little business rule of thumb that happens to be true for some strange reason. Like, I remember when I first heard about it, maybe five years before, and I printed out a sales report, and I'm like, I'll be darned. It's true. But then <laughs> I stopped there. I didn't. I didn't go any further. It was just like, oh yeah, whatever. But what I realized, no, this is this is a master formula of cause and effect. It affects everything. And so so not only is it it's like a master formula that it's like MC Escher like there's a pattern inside a pattern inside a pattern. It actually gets kind of trippy. And what I did was I realized that hey, wait a minute. So I was trying to figure out Google AdWords. Right. It was this weird new beast and it didn't really make a lot of sense to a lot of people. A lot of people spend a lot of money. I realized that everything in Google AdWords that you did that worked, worked because of 80-20. In fact, 80-20 was the master formula. You've got all these columns, you got impressions and clicks and cost per click and all these different ad groups. All of it was 80-20. And the secret was finding the 80-20 levers. So in a Google AdWords account, you could spend weeks optimizing stuff that basically would amount to polishing turds. Or you could <laughs> spend a few minutes every day doing, okay, do this, do this, do this. Okay, and guess what? Right there at minute 20, you just passed the point of diminishing returns. So stop and go do something else yeah. and come back tomorrow. And it totally revolutionized my life. Well, about five years ago, the, the AdWord book is out. The 8020 book is out. I'm a fairly famous marketing consultant. I'm speaking all over the world. I said, said, you know what? You know, being sort of like being the spokesman for Google AdWords is getting less and less fun because Google, you know why they say don't be evil? Why? Because they're evil. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Uh, and and, and I, I said, you know what? I wonder, I don't know if this will work or not, but I, I wonder if I could create a whole identity around 80-20 because this is really the secret sauce. Like if I could teach the world 80-20, it would be like teaching a man to fish instead of giving him a fish. Hey, um, Harry, really quick before you go on, because uh, you're going to keep going and and I got a, I got a whirl you in, man. You're like a whirlwind. I love this. Really quickly, for, for people who don't know Google AdWords, there's the ads on the side and top of oh, your sorry. Google search results. <laughs> for those yes. folks that, that are unaware of Facebook ads, Facebook has their own little ad ads within there as well. Can, can you dive in a little bit more on the 80-20 within the 80-20? I think, you know, it, it's it's fascinating. And and I do think most people get the basic premise of 80, 20, 80, you know, 20% results in 80% of the results. Can you give us a, like a concrete example of, of yes. that kind of inner chaos? Yes. Okay. So if you own a hundred properties, 20% of your income comes from 80 of them and 80% of your incomes comes from 20 of them. It's pretty much inevitable. It's like, it's like a law of physics. If you hire a hundred salespeople, 20 of them will make 80% of the sales and the other 80 will make 20% of the sales, which means the 20 good salespeople are 16 times better at selling 
than the other 80. It's not 4X, it's 16X, okay? So like winners really win big and losers really lose big. And there's a lot more losers than winners. And it's, it's, a, it's kind of binary, okay? Well, and this is true, just everything I said, it's true everywhere. It's true of the sap running through the tree outside in your front yard. It's the, the traffic on the roads in your town. 20% of the traffic runs on 80% of the roads. 80% of the traffic runs on 20% of the roads. 80% of the traffic in your house and the dirt on your carpets is on, you know, 20% of the carpets. And it goes on and on and on. Here's the 80-20 inside the 80-20. So I've, I've, got, I've got 100 apartment buildings and 80% of my income comes from 20% of them. 80% of the 80% comes from 20% of the 20%, which means 4% make you 64%. But then it's true again, 80 of the 80 of the 80 comes from 20 or the 20 of the 20. Well, if you do the math, it's actually 50% of your results comes from 1% of what you do or 1% of what you own. Wow. You can also flip it upside down and you can go, well, instead of look, looking at profits, let's look at losses or let's look at product returns or let's look at product defects or let's look at people who are late on their rent or people who default on loans. It's like whether you're looking at the good end of stuff or the bad end of stuff, 80-20 is true. And so there end up being there's huge levers in these tiny little areas where, wow, we we can fix so many problems by doing so little. So a couple, couple quick examples in my life that I've seen of this. First of all, like the 80-20 with the property, totally true, right? I've read that and then I, I started looking at my properties and I realized, yeah, very, like I have 50-some units right now and mm. the vast majority of my income comes from the same 10 units. Like I've got a fiveplex and I've got, uh, I'd say the threeplex and another threeplex. Like those properties give me the more income than all the other ones combined. And I realized, I mean, one, it's because I was smarter when I bought those and the early ones I didn't know what I was doing, but they just, they happen to work better in my area. So what I've been doing since figuring that out is I've only been buying those type of properties that, that I recognized were doing really, really well. And I stopped buying the ones that weren't, for example, single family houses and, you know, junky little $30,000 single family houses. They weren't giving me any income. They were taking 80% of my time though, but they weren't giving me you know, the, the 80% income, right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah, you for yeah. accepting and re realizing this. Yeah. Um, so I, I stopped buying in Detroit, no, but like <laughs> that was a huge one. Another way like, I look at my tenants and I realized 80 per, or 20% of my tenants gave me 80% of my headache. Uh, and it was, I mean, even more severe, I'd say it was like 1% of my, right? 1% of my tenants were giving me you know, 50 or 75% of my headaches. Yes. And so yes, what we started doing that's exactly was, right. we, we got in the practice of firing tenants. We would just like not renew their lease or if they were on a month to month, we'd just be like, all right, well, sorry, it's, it's, you know, it's been a good run. See you later. And we've been doing that consistently and it freed up so much mental bandwidth in our life. Like, I don't need them. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. And, and see, it's, it's true of tenants and all, like I get lots of these podcast interviews with marketers and, you know, retailers and entrepreneurs. And, and I say, it's never occurred to most people that you can fire customers and you can fire clients. Oh, yeah. Like there's no rule that if you're a consultant, there's no rule that says you have to keep working with this client 
or like a bunch of CPAs. I gave a talk to a bunch of CPAs and I said, how many of you, you know, you've got these clients and their tax returns are just awful, right? And the people aren't even nice to you. I said, I said, I give you all permission. You, you paid all this money to come to the seminar and you got an airplane. I, Perry Marshall, <laughs> officially give you permission to fire. I said, how many of you know, know who it is? that you need to fire and like oh, yeah. all these hands kind of, they're like, oh yep. uh, yeah, is yes, it's okay. And like, you don't have to be mean about it. You can be really nice. Maybe you can even help hand them off to somebody else, but like good riddance. Yep. Yeah. We lose we, money on these. People. We have a, we have a, a rule here with, with our sponsorships. It's the, it's the same thing. I mean, back in the day we had to fire a few advertisers for the same thing. It's like, these guys are drama. They're creating problems. There's always issues, and you're spending the vast majority of your time on one or two people. Get rid of them. Drama-free. All right, you know, okay, so you're giving up some money. Well, you, you know, fill it with somebody else who's going to give you the money without the headache. Same thing for a landlord. Get rid of the, the, the drama tenants. Get the tenants without drama. I mean, people, you know, services are replaceable. And so it's worked very well for us. And, and I, I think it's a fantastic theory that anybody and everybody listening should figure out how does this apply to my business, to my real estate life, to my personal life. It's really important. It applies everywhere. And, and one, one of the things that I talk about in eighty twenty sales and marketing is that people are very, very conditioned to think that they're just supposed to be busy all the time. And there are problem customers and problem clients and problem properties and problem projects they chew up our time and they keep us busy and they make us feel productive. Let's take this a little deeper. I, I've got this friend named Len Bertani. He's got this thing called the 2120 rule. Listen very closely because this is really clever and it's really true. 20% of what you sell or 20% of your properties, so in real estate, 20% of your properties make 120% of your profit. And, and then the properties on the other end of this spectrum, suck up 20% of your profit and bring it 120 down to 100. Interesting. This I is, get that. This is true of, of product lines in a company too. Most companies are losing money on 20% of everything they sell and they don't know it. Most of your, most of your subscribers are losing 20% of their profits on properties that actually lose money, but they don't know they are losing money. It's buried in the data somewhere. It's in the noise. They haven't figured it out. But if you can figure it out, like, guess what? If you sold that building at a loss, even if you lost $10,000, you would actually make more money. But again, they don't know it. Yeah. It's very easy to lose those numbers. I mean, there's been, yeah, multiple times, whether it's on a flip, on a rental, whatever, where Years could go by and I'm losing money, but I, you can kind of hide it, especially with things like tax benefits and all those other things. And hey, maybe it'll appreciate and all this stuff. But yeah, I, I, I totally see that in my business as well. So what, what do you say to somebody who, who finds that, right? Hey, okay. I mean, you know, if this is a general rule of the universe, so to speak, you know, how, how can we ident identify these losers and, and get rid of them? I mean, obviously that's that's kind of, you know, just having a fact that, oh, there's a rule is meaningless. It's, it's actually taking action once you've identified it, right? So, well, it, it, starts, it starts with knowing that it's almost dead certainty that it's true. Like, okay, once in a while, there might be an exception, but pretty much you can count on, I give you several ways to use this. So if I say, 
if you've never done a really thorough vetting of all these numbers, I pretty much guarantee you that 20% of what you're doing is losing you money. And, and you go, no, I don't really think so. It's like, no, go back and check again, because I guarantee you it's true. Okay. Go, go find it. Now, now this is, this is hugely liberating. If you realize like, Okay, let's say that by, for whatever reason, bad economy or bad circumstances or whatever, you're having a bad year and you're losing money. One of the most comforting things that you could possibly know is that you could make probably 70% as much money as you're making with 30% as much work. Or that if you just know if you got rid of the right 20% of customers or the right 20% of tenants or the right 20% of properties – you would go from in the red to in the black overnight and your your amount of work would go down. And then the number of checks and, and bills coming in and out of your checking account would go down, right? But, but, you, but you just don't know this. Or here's a different version. Um, I call it the principle of the $2,700 espresso machine. And this definitely applies to real estate, okay? And here's what it is. If you have a thousand people every week or every day, you know, going through Starbucks and let's say you got a Starbucks store and every day a thousand people buy at least a $3 coffee. Okay. Well, 80-20 tells you that 20% of those would spend four times as much money and 20% of those would spend four times as much money and 20% of those would spend four times as much money, which means there's actually a like a fixed number of people that for every thousand people that spend $2 and 70 cents on a cup of coffee, there's like one person or 10 people that would buy a $2,700 espresso machine. Actually it's about one person. Okay. It pretty much guarantee that every thousand people that buy a cup of coffee, one will buy a $2,700 espresso machine. Why? Because the laws of the universe, the laws of cause and effect say that there is bound to be people with that much money that's burning a hole in their pocket and they want to scratch the coffee itch. So they will buy their $5.60 latte and, you know, and their Miles Davis CD and whatever else they get there and they will take home. <laughs> a $2,700 espresso machine and they'll put it on the counter and then they'll come back tomorrow and they'll buy another latte. Even though they have <laughs> an espresso machine at home, it's gleaming. Okay. They may never use it. They may use it every day. They may give it to their mother-in-law who uses it every day or doesn't use it. But like the math, it's, it's pretty much guaranteed. Well, it's also it's also true in real estate. So like in the in the book, I, I show how you could take a stadium. You could say, I've got 63,000 seats in the stadium and a game sells for like 100 bucks a seat. You can figure out exactly how many people will buy $250,000 skyboxes in the same stadium. And 8020 will tell you pretty much dead on how many there are. It's it's spooky. It is absolutely spooky. But then you, you suddenly realize, wow, okay, so I've got this. So I went to a hotel. I, went, I spoke to this hotel group. And, of course, you know, those guys are selling real estate. They're just selling it one night at a time. And, sure. and I told them, well, you know, for, for every $89 room that you sell, you know, there's somebody that will buy the $1,200 a night suite. 
And I said, you know what you guys should do? I said, I said, I bet none of you had done this. If you had an entire floor where every room had like five video screens, all the families with kids that play Minecraft, they would take that room and they would hook all their iPads and their you know, computers up to the screens and their kids would like do gaming and you could charge like $300 a night for a special gaming room. And I guarantee you the money is there. Like for the, the math says for every certain number of $89 hotel rooms, there is a person who would spend 300. Yeah. So who are they and what do they want? That's like great. That. That's very Makes cool. a lot of sense. Well, okay. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit here because we like we'll spend four hours talking on this stuff. So I'm going to go to specifically to direct mail marketing. As a direct marketer, uh, you've probably been involved somewhat with, with mail. So this is something that a lot Absolutely. of real estate. Okay, good. So you get you get where we're coming from. A lot of real estate investors will use that. Now, the interesting part about real estate is that we are not. A lot of people listening to this show right now might be thinking, "Well, I'm not selling anything. I'm buying. I'm a buyer. I'm a. I'm a." But at the end of the day, like we are sending out letters, trying to sell ourselves or our service to them. Like we are salespeople, which is why I wanted to have you on the show and why me and Josh wanted to have you here because we are sellers. Uh, I mean, we're salespeople. So I wanted you to. <laughs> I'm just saying, Brandon takes all the credit. I but, do. You know, I, I added you. Come on. Uh, so. Let's talk about direct mail marketing. What works? I mean, what are some general best practices? What have you seen work well? What people know before they get into that? So the most important thing is the list. Mm-hmm. Okay. The list is all important in marketing. And this this actually brings me to um, my friend, John Paul Mendoci came up with uh, this called the five power disqualifiers that there are five things that are always true every time anybody sells something and you want these five things to be true of the people on a list if you're going to if you're going to mail. So, here's what they are is n- number 1, they have the money. Okay? Or they have the property or they have the property that's worth the money, right? Okay? Number 2, they have a bleeding neck. Uh, now, what, what that co- that comes from the emergency room. If you go to the emergency room and your arm is broken, you think you're having this massive crisis and the lady's like, okay, so take a magazine, a clipboard and sit <laughs> down over there, right? And you sit there for two hours with a broken arm, right? But if you, if you, if you walk into the emergency room and blood is squirting out of your <laughs> aorta, they won't make you fill out the clipboard, right? Because their definition of emergency is different than yours, right? Yeah. Well, well. People spend money or sell property or whatever because they have a bleeding neck. I mean, this is this is a huge thing. Like whether you're buying businesses or buying properties or whatever, you have to realize that people sell properties and businesses and cars or even get out of marriages or whatever for very emotional reasons that often don't have anything to do with the immediate thing, right? There was a divorce or there was a massive change in the family or the kids got to go to college or they have this sudden need for some money or something, or they have to, they got a new job and they're moving to Denver to go hang out with Josh or whatever. And like, they got to get rid of this thing, right? So that's bleeding neck. The third one is they buy into your unique selling proposition, which as a buyer, you know, it's like, one person wants to tear the thing down and the other person wants to renovate it and they would never ever want it torn down. So they resonate with your renovate story, right? That's your unique selling proposition. Okay. They have the ability to say yes. Tons of people, salespeople, we go, we, 
we try to do deals with people that can say no, but they can't say yes. We're, we're talking to the spouse, but we're not talking to the real decision maker. And then the last one is it, it fits their overall plan. So, okay, so some other direct mail things. You know, you can hire companies that will hand address mail for you. You can send out a thousand hand address letters and a hand address letter with an actual stamp on it is much more likely to get opened. Another one is a like a personal like, Hi, my name is Brandon. Hi, my name is Josh. Hi, my name is Perry. And like, let me, you know, tell you a little bit about myself. The headline, of course, is extremely important. And then and then you start getting into things like, well, do I make them? What's the call to action? Do I want them to call? Do I want them to go to a website? Well, lately, well, it seems to work. Um, and, you know, we didn't premeditate this and, you know, I didn't discuss this with you, but I know a lot of real estate people, what works is, is custom URLs, personalized URLs, where you are then retargeting the person on using Facebook or Google or other platforms where they visited your site, they want to see what you're doing, but now your ads kind of follow them around so you have more than one shot at them. It's actually very easy to do this on Facebook. So there's a few things for direct mail and I love direct mail. Like direct mail is not going away. That guy that guy in the blue suit that comes to your house and delivers letters, he's going to keep doing that like yeah. till the end of time probably. It's super useful. That's cool. That's and great. I really, really valuable. It is. Yeah. And I never thought about the retargeting thing. I mean, retargeting is very popular with web business. I mean, bigger pockets, we do some retargeting where if you, you know, you might mm-hmm. come to our website and then later we might hit on Facebook, like, Hey, you might like this webinar. You might like this book, right? It's very common, but in real estate, I never thought about that. Sending people to my, my house buying website. And if they go there, mm-hmm. put them on a list and retarget them forever, right? Because then every time they're on Facebook or every few times on Facebook, they happen to see this little ad for, you know, Brandon's house buying service. And eventually when they have that neck, when that neck splits open and it's bleeding, they're going to call me because they've been seeing me for the last three months on Facebook. And uh, Typical. You're looking for the bloody neck people. <laughs> that's all I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It makes well, yes, of, they're and, the ones with the and, need, and right? You can, and, and you can do this. You can do this on Facebook and you can do it on Google, and you can do it on YouTube all at the same time. And it's, so it's like a 360. And look, if you do this, you will be ahead of 99% of the real estate people because they haven't caught up with the internet marketers. And by the way, this isn't very hard to do. You put a little piece of code on your website, and you have like five YouTube videos. They could be shot on your cell phone, okay? But, you know, and, you know, if you got some tips or you want to just have a conversation with buyers, you got several different kinds of conversations. You, you put those up there. You can run little banner ads and, and you can you can adjust like are, are you bombarding them or are you just kind of showing up every couple of days? You, you get to decide all that. You get to decide how long it is. But retargeting lists are very powerful. And if you've if you've been, you know, putting stuff out there for months and months and months, you can accumulate a sizable retargeting list. And then all of a sudden something new comes up and you can push that out to a bunch of people and it shows up in their Facebook feed literally 10 minutes from now. It's very powerful. That's awesome. That's great. So, so in terms of the testing on the mail, how important is that? And if somebody isn't getting a great response, what, what would you recommend they do? Testing is hugely important. So 80-20 says... So if you if you 
in my 80-20 sales and marketing book, or you can go to 8020curve.com, which is one of my websites, you'll see that if you put 80-20 on a curve, it looks like it, it looks like this exponential graph. And and what will happen if you test 10 different letters, two of them will get 60 to 80% of the response. So like the more things that you test, the more likely you will get an outlier that's significantly better than all of the others. And a huge mistake that people make is they don't test enough and they don't try enough different kinds of things. So we did this with uh, not a real estate example, but when we did a, we launched the book on rental property investing that I wrote, we had a, a dozen titles that we came up with and we went on Facebook and kind of did the Tim Ferriss method of, I did Facebook mm -hmm. ads for different book titles. Some of those book titles were getting, you know, 0.5% click rate. And one of them got like a three and a half percent click rate. So of course the one that yes. got the high click rate was called the book on rental property investing. That's why we chose that title. Uh, and That's so, 7X. Yeah, yes. yeah, it was huge. Yes. Right, so had we not done that testing, we may have just gone with the initial like, hey, I just, my gut reaction is to go with this title and it would have been seven times less effective. And the same thing is true, I suppose, with, I mean, with any of that stuff, like the with direct, direct mail, Yeah, you might have that. a terrible piece of mail because you went with your gut. You guys, I am a, I have 20 years of professional marketing experience and my guess is like, Sometimes at marketing seminars, we'll have these, we'll guess which one won. Did A win or did B win? You, you know what my average score is? What's that? 50%. <laughs> like, yeah. I am no better than guessing. And I'm like, like, you do not know what those people out there will actually respond to. Those yep. other humans in the world are weird. <laughs> This That's is awesome. true. This is true. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Again, I, I think, you know, at, for direct mail marketing, just kind of to wrap up that conversation, like I think the most, I mean, the most important thing you can do is just start. If you're trying to get into it, just start. Don't worry about, you know, like spend the next 10 years of your life testing, get out there and, and start it, get it going. Then you at least get a baseline. Would you agree with that? And then you can start making little tweaks at that point. That's right. And you should test wildly different ideas and, and then get a few like really good ones, and then refine them. You don't start by refining. You start by just scattershotting a whole bunch of different things. Um, you know, one uses fear and the other one uses desire. And the one has beautiful pictures and the other one has ugly pictures. And you just go kind of crazy with that. Yeah. I and then that. you narrow it down. Yeah, I love that's it. Great. Whenever I used to travel, I would get that creeping feeling that I locked my back door. How do I know my property is going to be safe while I'm away? But not anymore, thanks to Simply Safe Home Security. I'm about to go on a three-week trip to Copenhagen, but am I tripping about my trip? Nope. With award-winning security and peace of mind from Simply Safe, I don't need to worry. Simply Safe is a super amazing alarm system that I actually installed in my house myself personally in less than 30 minutes, and there's so much peace of mind knowing that there's something in place to protect my homes, my goods, and my John Mayer shrine. Simply Safe systems have high-tech sensors that detect break-ins, fires, and floods, indoor and outdoor cameras to keep watch night and day, 24/7 professional monitoring at less than $1 a day. Plus, Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can even help stop crime in real time by speaking to intruders through the wireless indoor camera. 
Hey, hey, bud, get out of here. It's like that, but it's a lot better, I imagine. And if you buy the system and you don't love it, you can get a full refund with Simply Safe's 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of our listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off of any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/pockets. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Finding rental property insurance has been a headache for the past few years. You know the feeling. You're scrambling, calling 20 different insurance agencies in a dozen different cities, struggling to protect your portfolio at the right cost. But I'm going to tell you a little secret that'll change everything. Veteran investors don't go through the everyday insurance companies. They just use NREG. NREG, that's N-R-E-I-G, provides insurance solely for real estate investors. They've built the largest insurance program in the country for residential, tenant-occupied, vacant, and renovation properties. The best part? You can put all your properties on one insurance schedule and one monthly bill. And you can add, change, or remove properties without having to cancel one policy and purchase another. They insure properties from single-family rentals, up to 20-unit multifamily dwellings, vacation rentals, mobile homes, condos, and more. Trade catchy jingles for cash flow with insurance made for investors. Visit nreg.com slash bppod to request a proposal. N-R-E-I-G dot com slash B-P-P-O-D. We're always looking for ways to improve, searching for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for better is by matching with quality candidates. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BiggerPockets. Just go to Indeed.com slash BiggerPockets right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash BiggerPockets. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you need to buy or sell, or you're just obsessed with looking at homes for sale, Redfin's got you covered. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes to help you see new homes first. And they give you personalized recommendations based on the homes you like, so you can find a home that's just right for you, whether that's a cabin, a craftsman, or a castle. With the top-rated Redfin app, you can favorite homes, share listings with others, and schedule tours even on the same day with a local Redfin agent who can help guide you through the whole home buying process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents have the experience to help you get the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards what matters most to you, like your next home. In fact, last year, Redfin saved home sellers $127 million. No matter where you are in your real estate journey, Redfin can help. Download the Redfin app to get started today. All right, cool. Well, kind of the last big chunk I want to talk about today is this idea of making $10,000 an hour, right? So Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. part of your book. And I read that if there's one thing probably that changed my life the most from your book, if not any book I've read in the past few years, it is this one concept. I mean, and I can explain why after you explain, but what what does that mean to earn $10,000 an hour? How can people do that? Uh, What does that mean? 
Okay, so 80-20 is driven by power laws, and it, and, and it says that everything is exponential. It's not addition, it's multiplication. And so there's the value of your time is not 10, 20, 30, $40 an hour. It's 10, 100, 1,000, 10,000. And, and, and there's a thousand times more $10 an hour silly stuff than there is $1,000 an hour stuff. And so, you know, things like running errands and stuff like that, that's $10 an hour work. Okay. Then there's $100 an hour work, which is, you know, like working with an important potential client or something like that, you know, $1,000 an hour work could be like picking the right property and researching it properly and eliminating the bad stuff. And that's easily $1,000 an hour stuff. And then there's there's $10,000 an hour, like a negotiation that's easily $10,000 an hour work. In fact, it could be $100,000 in five seconds. Okay. But yeah. you have to, but, but you have to realize that most work is very low value. And then uh, there's a few bits and pieces throughout your day, your week, your month, your year that are hugely valuable. So like, I'll bet you guys, if you guys went back and you look at last year, I bet if we sat together, I could probably prove to you that you made half of your money last year in three days. Wow. And you, you made, made the other. If you add that, you add up your hours throughout the week, add it up, add up the three days you're saying? And, and I, I'm, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, maybe not three of the same days, but I'm sure. just saying that if, if you looked at what you really got done last year, half of what you actually accomplished last year, you accomplished literally in 72 hours of time. Okay. And like, it was like you talked about that, the, the, that certain property you have that makes a whole lot more money. Yeah. Well, it's like whatever, like whatever your time you did, getting that property, that, that time was worth 10, 20, 50 times more than all this other stuff that you did. Yep. Right. And so, so this immediately says like shove a ton of stuff off your plate. Yeah. First. Yeah. And, and, and by that, what, what you recommend is using assistance and, and things like that, you know, since, since Brandon brought you to uh, my world, to me, you know, I, I began to see it and I began to see the time that I spent on, on bigger pockets on the business. And, you know, I was, uh, well, this was even before Brandon, but, you know, I realized everything I was doing was in the business and I wasn't doing enough on the business. And, and mm -hmm. so it's, you know, this applies to real estate investors. This applies to business owners. This applies to everybody. I see it constantly. Once, once I saw it, I woke up and I was like, oh my God, um, mm -hmm. the average person running a business or building a portfolio, whatever it is, I mean, you're just so in the details, doing all the mundane everyday day-to-day -day tasks. The goal is to find a way then to offshoot those tasks to other people so you can focus and find that 72 hours and find those tasks that are going to be the most valuable. Now, obviously, there's no easy way to say, hey, well, if if I look a year ahead, I'm going to know the 72 hours worth of stuff that I need to do that's going to produce it. I mean, that's impossible. Um, but by looking overall and breaking down what it is that you do on a regular basis. So say you're a real estate investor. Well, you're running around doing errands. You're doing this. You're looking at properties. You know, just in the past couple of months, Brandon, you know, Brandon now has three full-time employees on his real estate business. 
because he's decided, I don't want to buy the single family houses. I don't want to bang my hammer against the windows anymore. I want to start offloading more and more of the low value tasks. And, and so that's what we, you know, encourage people to do and think about. Now, obviously not everybody's going to be able to do that at first, but, you know, what would you recommend kind of that first task for people who are thinking about it, who may not have a ton of money, who are saying, you know what, I should focus. This makes a lot of sense. I should focus on the important stuff. How do they go about doing that? Well, it, it starts w- with realizing that you have to say no to a lot more things than you currently say no to. We're all conditioned and trained by everything to say, yes, 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 yes. I can do this. I can do that. And like half like half of what you're doing right now, you shouldn't be doing. Why are you doing this, right? And like you make your to-do list at the beginning of the day. Okay, how much can I cross off? And then if you have a little bit of money, now remember, if if you hire an assistant, you don't have to pay them for two weeks, okay? <laughs> and and you, you might only hire them for like five hours a week, like five hours a week, $10 an hour, two weeks, that's $100, Okay, so if if you can figure out how two weeks from now I have to come up with $100, but this is going to give me the ability to push an hour a day of stuff on to somebody else. Who wants the job? There's always people that want a $10 an hour job, yeah. right? Then you've got, you got two weeks to, to, you know, clear some stuff off your plate, move from $10 an hour stuff just to $100 an hour stuff, like real actual $100 an hour there's a lot of that laying around, not to mention the thousand and the ten thousand, but you'll actually be surprised. There's surprisingly a lot of thousand dollar an hour work that it gets pushed off, it gets procrastinated. Most of us do ten dollar an hour work to procrastinate the thousand dollar stuff. True. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So here's a here's a tangible example. And when I say that this book changed my life in a lot of ways. I mean, here's one example of it. So last year, uh, I hired an assistant. After reading this book, I was like, okay, I'm getting an assistant. So I went and got an assistant and, and searched wide and far and found this amazing lady who took over a lot of the stuff that I just wasn't, I mean, even like some of what she's doing might be even a hundred dollar an hour tasks. I mean, for example, she started printing all my direct mail letters and started sending them out and kind of being in charge of that side of things, uh, because I just wasn't doing a very good job of it. So uh, another thing she was doing was answering phone calls, which I also don't like doing. It wasn't doing a good job of. So one of these phone calls came in. Somebody called. They saw an ad on a website, and I think maybe we hit them with a letter as well. And they called, and they talked to her about wanting to sell their house. She went and looked at the property. She toured it. She built a relationship. I showed up for one hour to look at the property, negotiated right there, and I closed the deal. We ended up. Then I brought in a partner who helped manage the entire process. I showed up maybe four times just to check things out. So maybe two hours of work, right? At the end of the day, I signed papers at the title company. I made $25,000 personally on that flip. Mm -hmm. I maybe had five hours into the entire thing. That was a $5,000 an hour job. I was able to do my, what I do best. And that's the negotiation, run the numbers and sign paperwork. Like, it's like, and, and I mean, that, that's not to say like, I mean, every day is not like that. I'm still terrible at it. I struggle with it. But that's just one good tangible example of mm-hmm. because I let go and let other people do their job, the $100 an hour or $5 or $10 an hour tasks, it enabled me to do more. And Josh, I know you have a, you don't have to tell them, but a billion stories at Bigger Pockets. I mean, oh, yeah. Bigger Pockets is up to how many employees now? Like, I don't know, a ton? Like, uh, we're, I mean, 20, <laughs> 21 people in Denver alone. So Yeah. yeah and so mm. and every one of those are doing jobs that you used to do by yourself. Yep. 
which yeah. is crazy, which is why is bigger pockets blown up over the last few years? Because Josh Dorkin now can do his $100,000 an hour tasks if he wants to, because that's what he does as CEO. And like, I, I just think it's a perfect example of that. So, yeah. And, and you, so you, so why am I on this podcast with you guys? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is a $5 an hour task, Josh. That's what, that's what I get paid to do this podcast. So. No, not, not with Perry here. <laughs> okay. Seven. Really, this is what every investor and entrepreneur should aspire to do is get rid of their jobs, get rid of you should you should you should try as soon as possible to get rid of 80 percent of your job and just do the 20 percent that's really valuable. And guess what? You'll find out there's another 20 percent because there's a 20 percent inside every 20 percent. And you just keep climbing that thing and. You'd be really surprised at how much money you can actually make with not huge amounts of time. And to add on that, one thing that you mentioned in the book as well that made a huge impact on me is you said, and you know, if you could free up 80% of your day, yes, you could fill the rest with work and more money, but more importantly, you could fill that up with time with your kids or with your family or vacation yes. or what you yes. love to do, right? You don't have to fill that time with Yes, and for for the workaholics out there who bristle when, when you say that because they do, okay, <laughs> like, all right. I, I, I went to I went to really plant something important in your mind is that you cannot be your entrepreneurial best. You cannot do your best thinking. You cannot be as insightful as you need to be. You can't be as resourceful as you need to be when your time is constantly crammed with all of this stuff. The $10 an hour stuff kills the $10,000 an hour stuff. Yes. You will get some of your best ideas when you're pushing your kid on the swing. Absolutely. Or, or riding your bike or swimming or whatever it is that you love or, or going to a rock concert. Like there is a period in most entrepreneurs' lives where you got to do the 14 hours a day for like a year or two. Yep. This should yeah. not be your whole life. Yeah, you, you you should not be burning the candle at both ends for years and years. If you are, if you are, if you've been doing that, you're doing eighty twenty all wrong. I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah, I and I did that. I was the guy guilty of that because I didn't know. Uh, I was so stuck that I couldn't pull out, and, and that happens to a lot of people. It happens to a lot of people. It's it's interesting. I I started speaking of eighty twenty. I started taking my Wednesdays off. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, you know, 80, you know, 80, 20 right there, 20% of my week. I, I no longer come into the office anymore. And it's funny yes. because, you know, everybody here is like, gosh, you know, they try to book me on Wednesdays. They try and schedule meetings. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. You can't take that time because that's the time I'm using for deep thinking. It's the time yeah. for, for outside networking. It's, it's the bigger activities that I know that if I come into the office, no matter what, even if I have the day blocked off completely, I'm not going to be able to devote myself to those activities in the same way that if I just say, you know what, I'm not coming in. I'm going to, you know, I'm still going to work obviously, but I'm going to focus on those big picture things. It makes a huge difference. Huge difference. Yes, it does. It does. So, so like just kind of, you really, you really have to train yourself to get rid of this. Oh, I got to be busy. I got to be doing something. I got to be in action. How about some space? Okay. How about like, Sit in front of the river on the park bench with your cup of coffee and with your dog or whatever in the morning and go, okay, so what am I really going to do today? 
not be on your cell phone, not be on your computer, not might be doing deals like that's the key right there, the by thing. the way, is is getting rid of those devices too. I mean, getting that stuff a way to, to think, you know, go on walks. Yeah. Just that's big. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Awesome. I went on a walk today. I did too. Twice. Nice. One last thing I mentioned before we head on to the, uh, you know, the end of the show, it, just kind of a funny anecdote, but after reading your book, this, this, uh, I don't know if it helped my marriage or, or made it kind of funny, but in terms of, and I'm sure you've probably heard this before. Every time my wife now asked me, I stopped mowing the lawn at that point. I stopped doing the dishes for the most part. Yes. I stopped. Right. So I tell my, every time I my wife's like, Hey, thing and it was right? your fault, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife's like, Hey, can you take the trash out? Hey, that's like a $10 an hour job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. And I, I but I, on that note, I tell her the same thing. I'm like, you shouldn't be doing that either necessarily. Like she's running our rental business. She's managing 50 some mm-hmm. tenants. Like her best effort is not spent doing our dishes. So my assistant who does also my lead acquisition stuff, she comes over several times a week. Sometimes if we have a problem, like, Hey, can you just do these dishes? Like, and I feel kind of stupid doing that. And I used to make fun of people for that all the time. Like, Oh, the rich hoity toity, rich guy hiring someone to do his lawn care. Like doesn't know work ethic. Right. I had Uh it all wrong. Like because of those things, I mean, I quadrupled my income and work half as much last year because of these choices I specifically made in my life. Uh, well, the, the easiest thing to outsource is stuff like that, okay? If you're going to outsource Google AdWords or if you're going to outsource, um, you know, looking for really great properties, that's like a super high dollar per hour, high skill job. Okay, pounding nails in the wall to hang a picture, mowing a lawn, shoveling snow, doing dishes. The best $400 a month I spend is on the cleaning ladies who come on Thursday (laughs) and and make my wife happy. Okay, the the house is clean and my wife is happy, right? And somebody wants that job. Now, there you there is a fine line because like if you become a prima donna and you're not willing to like take out the trash <clears throat> yep. that, that's bad i am not advocating that of course but you could easily take 2 hours off of tons of people's life by somebody somebody does the laundry somebody cooks somebody shops somebody goes to the grocery store somebody takes your car to the mechanic somebody changes the furnace filters you can make a big long yep. list of stuff yep. like that and it's gone yep oh my goodness i will yep. say now the the, the your 14 hour day it's back, right? You got it. You got the time to, to do whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. yeah I, and you need to read. You need to, you need to spend time with your kids. You need to educate yourself. You need to take a day off every week. People need to take a day off. Every, there, you know, Sabbath's been around for 4,000 years. Okay. You know, it's a really good idea. Yeah, I, I got rid of most of my tasks. The the one I kept is is the mowing the lawn, not the mowing the lawn, but the uh, the shoveling the snow. And and I'm still torn on it. I like doing it because I don't like going to the gym. I hate going to the gym. I don't want to be around sweaty people and going to the gym. This is like you know the once every <laughs> two weeks that I can, you know, build up my muscles without throwing my kids around. That's it's shoveling snow. It's my workout. Yeah. I if love you, it. If yeah. you like it, that's fine. Because, you yep. know, for most people, there's not that many things like that that they actually do like, exactly. right? And they're not exactly. good for you, right? Yep. No, but so. get rid of get rid of all the junk. Exactly. And don't don't listen to Brandon, by the way. Do not tell your wife <laughs> you're not going to do the dishes. 
That's I will, that is ten thousand dollar an hour work because if you say that she's going to divorce you, take half, <laughs> and it's going to cost you. This is you true. Now, I, first. I will say the caveat there is I will always do them before she before I make her do them. Right? I mean, she might just volunteer to do them, but like yeah. I'll do them before she does because. And here's why. She's raising a baby. I mean, we're both raising a baby girl, right? But she is the mom. Like she's there. So every minute she's doing dishes where my little girl is in the other room, my wife is um, an infinity or an infinite uh, like dollar per hour, right? Like she's missing out on. Like if we miss out on her first steps, like what is that value per hour? And we were doing right. dishes, right? Like, right. Yeah. And you can, you can buy yourself a lot of sanity. Yeah, for $50 a month, $100 a month, $200 a month from these various kind of people, you can buy yourself a lot of space and a lot of sanity and, 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 and your stress level goes down and you're able to think. And, and then I'll, now, now all of a sudden, oh, what is that 20% of my, of my portfolio that's losing this money? Now you have time to figure that out. Yep. Yeah. Yep, I love that, and I love that. And one thing you just kind of and 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 this is uh, you mentioned the book. If if only everybody that was in these sales or leadership positions did that, we fixed the unemployment problem overnight, right? Like yes, like, yes, there are people yes. who need those jobs. Yes, uh, literally. If if I I figured this out, if everybody who makes over a hundred thousand dollars a year went and got themselves a personal ex- assistant, it would get rid of like a third of the unemployment or something like <laughs> That's that. That's awesome. I, I ran the the numbers one day. It was, it's something so, somewhere in that vicinity. It's it's crazy. Yeah, wow. I love it. Awesome, love it. All right. Well, hey, let's move on to the last segment of the show. Now, normally we have a fire round here, which are questions taken direct from the Bigger Pockets forums. But because this is not a real estate focused show, we're gonna just skip that and move right on to the fire or to the to the uh, famous four. Let's do this, Josh. You ready, Josh? Let's do it. All right. This is the famous four. All right. These are the questions from the Famous Four. We ask these same four questions every week to every single guest. And so we're going to throw them at you right now. Uh, the first question, though, may or may not relate to you. I don't know um, if you'll have a good answer to this one, but you know, no, never know. Do you have a favorite real estate book? And we'll alter that a little bit, like a personal development book. Real estate book. Well, let me give you a couple different answers for that. Sure. Personal development book. I think the best one ever written is the book of Proverbs in the Bible. That that saved my bacon more times than than <laughs> anything. I think w- one of the the biggest insights that I ever had about real estate is real estate in Google Ads. And the most important real estate in a Google ad is the domain name. Okay, agree. And domain names are real estate, and the the domain name that you choose affects the click through rate of your ads hugely. And if you test different domain names, it's just like testing different headlines. You get a seven to one difference. So, um, so for me, it's the real estate of domain names. That is kind of my answer. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. Awesome. Next question. Awesome. Next question. What is your favorite business book? My favorite business, not yours. Book, yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's probably the Star Principle by Richard Koch, and he he also wrote the eighty twenty book, but uh, Richard Richard grew his wealth as a private equity investor from four million to four hundred million dollars. Pretty good in twenty five years. Okay, so I mean he's he's worth close to half a billion dollars now, 
And that is his formula for doing it. And it's fairly straightforward. In fact, Richard and I have a website, starprinciple.com, where you can take any business and you can score it. But that is a phenomenal book. It's, it's the most underrated business book. Awesome. awesome. Cool. Awesome. Have to check it out. Uh, what about hobbies? What do you do for fun when you're not marketing and figuring out all this cool stuff? I build stereo equipment. In fact, I've got a set of speakers in here that I made. And, <laughs> um, and I, find, uh, I find that when I work on my little passion projects, that there's this funny way that insights about the other stuff I'm working, like stuff works itself out when I'm doing what I love. Um, and, and like, I think if you don't have a hobby that you can really like, just feel super awesome about, um, you need to resolve that somehow. That makes sense. I love it. it. Cool. All right. Last question for me anyway, what do you believe sets apart successful, I'll say real estate investors, entrepreneurs, whatever, from those who give up or they fail or they just never get started? I think it's. There's always a point in every entrepreneur's career where they figure out that they have to say no to something that's holding them back. They have to quit something, even though they thought that persistence was the most important thing in the world, or they have to say goodbye to a relationship, even though relationships were the most important thing in the world. Or they have to get rid of their baby, even though their baby, you know, their pet project or whatever. It's letting go of something that's keeping you tethered to how things used to be. Hmm. That's, yeah, deep. that's deep. That's that is deep. deep. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here just pondering it right now. Wow. <laughs> okay, you're going to have me thinking about this one. Um, all right, before we let you go, Perry... Where can people find out more about you? And, and I know you've got the website and the, the books and everything. So take take a minute to plug away. So so you can get 80-20 sales and marketing on Amazon for about 16 bucks. Or you can actually get it for a penny plus shipping, which will make it 7 bucks in the United States if you go to perrymarshall.com slash 80-20. Um, and uh, we, we actually... I literally almost like tape dollar bills to these books to send them out. And the reason is, is because it gets people into my funnel. And if you do that, you'll get into my funnel and you'll see how we do marketing. We do some very clever things. And I've had like, I've got testimonials all over my website where marketers say, I have learned so much about marketing by watching how you do emails and how you market to your own audience because you eat your own dog food. You'll see, <laughs> you'll see a spectacular example of 80-20 sales and marketing if you buy 80-20 sales and marketing for seven bucks. So you can go to perrymarshall.com slash 80-20 and you can get that. Cool. Perfect. Awesome. Perfect. Well, Perry, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really do appreciate it. And folks, if, if you want to reach out to Perry, you can go check out his website. You're also on Twitter, right? Yeah. Yeah, I am. And, and, and it was a really pleasure to have you both on. And, and it really, it's delightful to me when somebody takes this book and they change their life. I mean, uh, there's nothing an author likes more than when somebody gets it. Yep. Like, like yep. it's, not, it's not about selling a book. It's yeah. about what happened to Brandon. That's 
that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks so much, Perry. We'll see you around. Good to see you. Thanks for having me on. Thank Take you. care. All right, guys, that was Perry Marshall. A big thanks again to Perry. You know, I, I know why you're so passionate about this guy. I, you know, I, I, I learned all about him through you and, and the principles and, and applied them to bigger pockets, applied them to my own life. And, and, um, you know, it was a pleasure getting to meet him and talk to him and actually being able to share this with our audience, because I think it's so important. Uh, so many of our people are out there, you know, focused and wasting their time on, on those activities that, that really aren't bringing them the value that it should be. And so I'm just pumped. That was fantastic. Yeah. And I like that he said, you know, he didn't, he did imply like, or, or say, you know, like, yeah, every entrepreneur might have to put in a year or two of that really hard work. You know, at the beginning yep. we all did. Right. I, I think the question is like, if you're, if you're listening to the show right now and you're in that mood or you're in that mode where you're just doing everything, you don't have to make changes overnight, but just Pick one. I mean, I'll, I'll just challenge you guys. I mean, right now, pick one thing that you're doing and find somebody else, your lowest dollar per hour task that you don't like doing and get someone else to do it. I know for me, one thing that made a big impact was hiring somebody just to answer phones because I hated talking to tenants. So I don't talk to them anymore. I hire somebody who answers them and then they go to me and then I go back to them and then they call the tenant back. Like I just don't, do not want to talk to tenants. It doesn't cost me very much money, but it's something that alleviated hours of week of time so I could focus on things that made more money. So pick one thing in your business this week and find a way to outsource it. Yeah. And a quick tip on that would be using virtual assistants. Yep. Uh, you can use a site like Upwork, which is a fantastic marketplace of people looking uh, for tasks to do. And so, you know, if it's answering phone, can you go on Upwork and look for somebody who does phone answering? There's people who do that. There's people who do pretty much anything you could think of for money, frighteningly enough with, yeah. with some of those things. But, you know, go check out Upwork. We've, I've been using that site for, for years and years and years. And, and it's a remarkable way to start offloading a lot of the little things that you don't necessarily want to be doing or may not even be good at doing. Yep. So... Check it out. Cool. Well, it's good to be back. Good to have you back. And uh, going to be seeing you this week, huh? Yeah, I'm going to come hang out with you. In fact, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have some good conversations about uh, some secret projects you and I are working on. So, ooh. ooh. Fancy, fancy. I'm looking more about forward that in the future. to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool, guys. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening. Brandon, good times. And thank you for, for getting Perry. That was, that was great. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week. All right. Take See us you. out of here. Oh, all right. Don't mind if I do. For BiggerPockets.com, this is Josh Dorkin and Brandon Turner signing off. Signing off. You're listening to Bigger Pockets Radio, simplifying real estate for investors large and small. If you're here looking to learn about real estate investing without all the hype, you're in the right place. Be sure to join the millions of others who have benefited from BiggerPockets.com, your home for real estate investing online. All right. For those of you who weren't uh, paying attention last week here on the Bigger Pockets podcast, we decided to introduce a little, just as a kind of a fun little ploy for a couple of little episodes here, this little Easter egg here where we're going to call it the Random Five. You like that, Josh? Random Five. Random Five. All right. So uh, we're going to ask Perry five quick <laughs> questions that are completely random. Uh, see what he's got to say about it. So number one, if you could have tea with one fictional character, who would it be? One fictional character. Yeah. Character. Gandalf. Oh, good choice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you value most? Free time, recognition, or money? I value my time, definitely. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
and I like, I like space, you know, I need space. Excellent. All right. What is one thing you're deeply proud of, but you would never put on a resume? Uh, never put on a resume. Like your skating um, trophy. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud that my wife and I fought our way through some really nasty marriage stuff. I don't think you would put that on a resume, but you know, not everybody gets through that unscathed and, and, oh, and, uh, you know, wealth tip, like probably top 10 is don't get divorced. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. There awesome. You go. All right. Is it my question this, or yours? Yours. I, I got this. What is the title of your future memoir? Oh, man. How We Triggered the Second Renaissance. Ooh. Ooh. Fancy. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Last question, Brandon. I got to What is the second re- renaissance? What is that? I got to know. <laughs> well, the first one was 500 years ago and the second one's long overdue. All right. And it hasn't started yet. All right. People need to wake up. If we, I think if we get 1% of the people to wake up, we could have one. Mm, I like it. It would be pretty exciting. I like it. It will be pretty exciting. How's that? There you go. Oh, much better. Yeah, yeah. All right, last question. Uh, what are you most grateful for right now in this moment? I'm grateful for God, love, and wisdom, which are all the same thing. Awesome. Right and, if you, and, if, and if there's anything you, you should pursue in your life, there you go. That's it. Cool. I love it. All right. Thanks, Perry. All right, Perry. Thanks. The market is changing, and finding your way can be tricky. Rates shift, headlines whirl, but your goal hasn't changed. You want financial freedom, and the best investors know it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. If you're ready to get into the real estate investing game or take your game to the next level, finding an investor-friendly agent is your next step. With BiggerPockets Agent Finder, you can find the right agent in minutes. Just head to biggerpockets.com deals and enter a few details about what and where you want to buy and bam, instantly match with an investor-friendly agent who fits the bill. These local market experts can help you navigate the neighborhoods, analyze the numbers, and take action with confidence once and for all. This free resource is only available at biggerpockets.com deals. Get an agent, get the deal, and get closer to financial freedom at biggerpockets.com deals. That's biggerpockets.com deals to find your investor-friendly agent today. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all hosts and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. BiggerPockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.